Good morning, winners, and welcome everyone once again to the Wrong Button Podcast, uh, the show where we talk all things nerd, most things video games, uh, and in this case, we're going to talk about crossing animals. And I am su- I am joined uh, by the chorus of Core Islands, uh, April of Honeyland Horizon. Hello, how are you? Very well, and yourself? I'm doing well, actually. Just started like three new islands. It's great. <laughs> I I have seen that, and boy, do I have questions for you. Um, I started playing. I've played Animal Crossing on the GameCube back in the day at a friend's house. I have it for the 3DS, and now I have it for the Switch. Um, mm-hmm. I got it because when I got my wife got me a Switch for Christmas. I had friends who were like, "Get Animal Crossing. You can come to my islands." And then they're never online right now. So I was like. I have I have this and I plug away doing my island. Mm-hmm. But that seems you, to be the case a lot. <laughs> you, I'm saying you because you are my first real intro uh, to the Animal Crossing community. I, I started playing about three four weeks ago and I was like I'm going to stream it on Sundays and it's just going to be clean up my island, build things. I like I don't know what you do in Animal Crossing, so we're going to figure it out. Um, and then someone suggested when I was signing off to, to raid your channel, I stuck around to watch and holy moly, there's a lot to animal crossing. There is a lot to animal crossing. Yeah. Um, it's like an entire world. Like it's a community all in of in and of itself. Like the members are amazing. Like first off, like my community members, like in my discord, they're like, the best and then the people I collaborate with are just amazing and my first foray into the Animal Crossing community was as a mod for Fleur's Crossing which I still do because she's amazing and um it was really overwhelming like it Like, you think you could be okay at a game, right? Like, oh, like, yeah, I'm all right. Like, my island's okay. You're, like, five, six islands down. You've never shared them before. And then you post, like, a picture, and then suddenly it goes viral, and there's, like, people on the internet contacting you about it, and you're like, whoa, what happened? It's, It's crazy, like, how just little build or like one little thing you do can bring so many, like an entire community into your life and they stick around. Like the, the community is strong. Like even when they stop playing the game per se, like people still stick around the community and, and that's what I'm finding. It's incredibly nice. Like I've, cause you all, you all have uh, talked and we're going to go into some vocabulary because there are times where you guys say things I'm like, I like you're saying words and it might like, if it's like me trying to explain to my in-laws what dropping a combo is in a fighting game or playing a first person shooter. Like I'll play some pretty hardcore games and I know how those communities can be. And there's its own language. So I, when I was like, I'm going to play animal crossing. It's like, there are cute animals. You decorate a house and uh, a puppy comes and sings to you. And that was my entirety of the game. Oh, so KK. <laughs> yeah, KK. <laughs> so I was like, there, there, there's, there's Animal Crossing for you, um, and you're indebted forever to uh, Tanuki, who is actually a very, very kind debtor, rather than mm-hmm. uh, or debtee, 
rather than um, you know maliciously coming after you for your bells, uh, despite what previous songs and how you felt during childhood. Right. <laughs> well, so, he's not as terrifying as Rossetti used to be. Rossetti used to be. So when did you, what was your first Animal Crossing? Okay, my, I don't remember. So I remember playing it, oh gosh, 20 years ago with my Sounds kids. Right. It was a long time ago. And I don't remember which one was out by then, but it was just briefly like whenever my kids needed me to help them do something. It was never anything like I really got into. And it was only with New Horizons that my son brought it to me and told me that I would really get into it because I liked Minecraft. I liked watching him play Minecraft and stuff. And I liked the builder aspect of it more than I liked, you know, the gameplay part of it. So he's like, there's this game coming out and I think you'd really like it. And um, some things had happened and like the whole locked it up in the house thing happened and I was like okay yeah I'll play this game so I sat and got really addicted to playing Animal Crossing my first island was very much like everybody else's where like you ground you grinded and you decorated with the stuff you encountered in the game and mm -hmm. then I would say you're into it is when I got involved in, in the community and learned about Treasure Islands and then modded my own switches and made Treasure Islands and like did the whole thing. Um, but I think I made three islands before that point. So New Horizons is my first really, really serious foray into it. I did play New Leaf briefly mm -hmm. and um, that's where I got terrified of not setting, saving my game. And um, have Mr. Rossetti pop up on you. Yeah, because he just tell you how hor horrible you are for not saving your game. And I used to I remember being very terrified that my villagers were going to leave, which is why I mm. actually stopped playing was because like I had favorite villagers like Ellie, which is no secret. And they would leave and you wouldn't get asked or anything if you just didn't pick up your your um, DS for like a few weeks because you're busy and like I have kids and your villagers would leave. And that was like the whole point of the game. It wasn't necessarily as much a decorating game as it was a game with building these relationships with your little characters and villagers. And yeah, it just, so I put it down and this time I was terrified of villagers leaving um, and was kind of happy to find out that they couldn't. <laughs> Not unless I approved it. It um it yeah, it feels like the first game is definitely almost manufactured a, a set of social anxiety. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I know on the GameCube version, because we tried it a couple times and it's like after ten ten times within a probably a two to three day span, if you like didn't save your game, Mr. Seti would just wipe your wipe your place and you'd have to start over. Um like it could be it could be brutal, but I also remember mm -hmm. being like oh god i had to be like 12 so the game was also like tom nook being like you owe me this much money just pay me and but not reading like i don't charge interest like none of that was ever said in there and then i loved in this game how he came out and was like yeah people said it was really stupid to not charge interest to give whatever people want to pay back but then you know people borrow a lot of money from me and my business is really successful yeah um that was kind of cute so 
I, I did love how self-aware it is. So you said you started out um, on games like Minecraft because you would watch your son play Minecraft. Mm-hmm. I was mostly a game observer, I would say. Not necessarily. Um, I didn't necessarily play video games. I watched everybody around me play video games. Mm-hmm. And the only game I really played personally was like Guitar Hero and like Rock Band and all of those games with my kids. But then um, aside from Mario, I wasn't really a game player. Like I didn't play a lot of games, just Mario and Pokemon. I mean, two core, like three core staples. Like every, everyone remembers good times with Guitar Hero, Rock Band, uh, mm-hmm. Pokemon and Mario, like classics that you kind of can't go wrong with. Exactly. And those are the only games I really played. Um, I watched my son play Minecraft and I watched my younger ones play Roblox, which is terrifying, actually. And then I watched my husband play a lot of uh, shooter games and The Witcher, which actually I am going to try playing. But um, I watch him play those games. And I watch everyone play these games because I really like the graphics and the storylines. And I just, I really enjoy watching them. I actually enjoy it, prefer it to television, which Mm -hmm. is, I know, weird. But I just like watching it. To me, it's like art in motion because I draw. So I like watching all of the artistic elements of the video games that go into this. So uh, Animal Crossing was the first place where I could mesh like my love for art and video games and that's I think that's how it's kept me this long Mm -hmm. because I can't imagine like having that with any other game and I do play Stardew here and there but every time I do I start a new farm I'm not really attached to anything um it's just like whatever but with Animal Crossing you do get invested in these islands and that's actually a, a perfect transition because um, one of the things that I, I was really intrigued about was the contemporary. So that means you've heard of Stardew Valley. Um, I'm I'm betting just because of saturation, you know about The Sims. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, Minecraft and, and Roblox, all games that fundamentally have, uh, along with Animal Crossing, have the same core component of you're building, you're growing a town, you're, you're building a house, family, decorating mm-hmm. everything. Um, you know, some of them being a little bit more on the creative side, some of them being a little bit more over on the, uh, on the, the more grounded in reality, like, hey, you have to send your sim to work and take care of them every day. You can't just spend all day decorating unless you're using cheats. That's exactly why I stopped playing The Sims. You didn't want to do, okay, so you didn't want to do the management. Um, so, I didn't. I have I have a lot of family. <laughs> I have a lot of people in my life and I have a lot of responsibilities. So when I play video mm-hmm. games, I'm really looking for an escape. And I don't want to repeat my real life in my video games, you know? I have to cook dinner already. I don't want to spend time taking care of my virtual self as well. Yeah, um, like I don't I don't, why does she have to go to the bathroom? All I want to do is decorate. Like, I don't understand. Like, why does she need social interaction? I already have friends to talk to, you know? Like, it's it's different with Animal Crossing because the villagers are very fluffy and just kind of cuddly and say very cookie cutter, cutesy things to you. And then they have mm-hmm. hilarious interactions with each other. And 
you can just give them um, an apple or whatever whenever you feel like it and eventually you get their photo but you're not you don't really have to do it more than like once a week for them to to not jibe you for like not being in touch if you talk to them once a week then they're happy they're they're still okay okay and they don't make any comments but the sims does not work like that (laughs) sims you're five minutes into it you're you have distant it's like organ trail like you have dysentery yeah Um, (laughs) they have to have uh, relationships so with going off of that with like so i know you said you started stardew valley which i would say as far as like contemporaries wise unless you're doing like minecraft um is probably the most similar it's Mm -hmm. most similar to to animal crossing but you said for stardew valley it's like every time you go back to it you're starting a new farm it's never really been a uh a staple what is the i guess the turnoff from stardew valley that's more there when you're playing animal crossing so it's not really a turnoff it's just the um deck the direction because the game moves really really fast animal crossing moves in real time and you you can kind of control time and keep it at the same day for as long as you need to if you have to and uh, stardew valley is like a t- 20 minutes per minute or some or like some hours per minute it's really crazy it's like 20 minutes is a day and it moves super super fast and it's easy to like if you step away from it for a week it's easy to like kind of lose your place and lose where you were going and not remember like by the time you start playing again and you figure out where you were going you lost three days you can't get those three days back and then maybe you wanted to accomplish a certain amount of things because the seasons only last so long and there are actual goals in the game. It's not like mm-hmm. just getting to three stars, then you can do whatever you want. It's like there's actual goals to completing the game, the gameplay. And if you lose your place, like for somebody like me, I'm like a serial completionist and I like to do everything like right on time. And so, like, I'll play Stardew Valley, Valley in, like, a binging kind of way. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll play it for, like, a few weeks, but then I'll complete all of the goals. And then when I go back to it, I just start over again. Yeah. Got it. Okay. That's that's more or less how, how I've always hit off of Stardew Valley. Like, I, I own it. I think I've bought it four times already. I have it on every console. Um, <laughs> and, I, like, I, I firmly believe that it is an excellent game. Uh, it is. I, I, I wasn't sure like what is because I love the farming and like one of my favorite things to do in, in Animal Crossing is like I'm just going to I'm going to farm and there are days where I'm like I wish I had more veggies that I could plant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized that it's not a farming game. Yeah. So okay so then it's there, would it be then it's more safe to say that there's just a little bit more freedom in in regards to Animal Crossing compared to Stardew Valley because like you said the only constraint is get to three stars you go ask Tom Nook what to do, and he goes, "That's that's a really good question. Go live your life, have a really good one, enjoy life, man." And he just sends yeah. you on your way. And then you're free to decorate and kind of do whatever you want at your own pace. And I've finished islands in a month, but then I've also finished them in six months, and and it's totally fine. However long you want to carry it out is fine. And Stardew Valley is more uh, structured than that. But I do love the farming aspect of it too. Like I love farm simulators. So farming is my favorite part on that, 
on that game as well. And the mines. I really do like the mines too. And I like how simple it is um, because I have certain issues with my hands. I can only play mm-hmm. certain games, which is why I gravitate towards like Pokemon and Mario because up until this point, um, the games have pretty much just been A, B, and then your little joystick, right? Like your little yes. D-pad, A, B, D-pad. And then every now and again, there's a bumper control, but it's not like overwhelming. And there's not a whole lot of buttons you have to push in like rapid succession or in a sequence or anything crazy like that. So they're easy physically for me to grasp. And it just makes it, I guess, a little bit more inviting because you look at you look at some games. It's like I want to do the really cool thing, and you're contorting your hand around, like even yeah. like fully functioning. Like watch most adults are like, yeah, I have great great dexterity, and getting them to do like a five star or a triple S combo in Devil May Cry is yeah. Is, there's is a no challenge. way I could play that game, but I do watch people play that game. <laughs> or like um, Arceus, like the new Pokemon. I mm-hmm. was really sad to find that. Because it's Pokemon, and historically I was able to play Pokemon games, and I was sad to find that I couldn't play that game. Um, because there were it was more open world, so mm-hmm. they did do a lot of buttons that kind of intertwine in ways that my fingers could not move. And I was just like, wow. I wish there was a warning on it, <laughs> you know, but it's it's fun to watch, and I like watching other people play it, but I can't play it myself. Does it not so, have like a traditional mode? Almost like, hey, if you want to play it in the new way, here you go. But also mm, here is... No. Oh. I, I knew that like you, like if your Pokemon dodged Hyperbeam, you could get nailed by Hyperbeam as like a, as a human being. So uh, that, like yeah. I've heard that story. Yeah, but no, the, the controls... And for someone who doesn't have issues with their hands, they would just... They would just get accustomed to it and be fine with it. And it's Mm. actually the appeal for so many people who never played Pokemon are playing this game because there is more to it. It's not so much of a storyline like where you go to the gym, you beat you beat the characters, but it's really easy to physically control your Pokemon. You can't you don't have as much like there's not as many things you don't ride the Pokemon. You don't like do crazy things in those games that you do in this game. So they're not as many buttons to push. So I think it is really appealing to a lot of newer players that really like kind of open world games. Mm -hmm. But for people like me who played the other Pokemon games, because they were accessible to me, it was just like, wow, I wish there was a way to accommodate or like play it the way that I can. Um, but it really isn't allowing for that. I got like three hours of gameplay in before it was like over my head and I couldn't keep up anymore. I'm, I, I understand that frustration. Like, I understand that frustration of just one bouncing off of something due to a skill level. Like I've had plenty of games where I... I, that you hit that ceiling and no matter how much you either like it or want to yeah and or it's not even just like a mental thing like where you're just like my thumbs just aren't um my thumbs don't have like they have like a zero strength so they're mm-hmm. not they don't move very well 
So I use like the underside of my desk to help me control my Joy-Cons. And that doesn't work for a game like like that. Whereas it's it works just fine for like Mario Kart (laughs) or like the Mario Brothers four. You know what I mean? It works fine for all of those games because the button mapping is very simple. It's just A, B, and then use your little Joy-Con to get around. That's that's an incredible solution to <clears throat> to having that lack of mobility. So yeah. kudos like kudos to thinking about that. I'm sitting here going like, oh that I wonder how well that would actually that would work really well. I'm trying to do it with my coffee table in front of me. Like, oh, I either do that or I do it with my other wrist. I help myself with my other hand. Like I put one hand okay. over the other and just kind of I don't think I ever thought about it. It's uh, when somebody asked me how I make the games accessible, I actually sat down and thought about it and was like, how do I make these games accessible? And um, yeah, like I either hold it very close to my body so that I'm I'm helping the pressure a little bit. Or I hold it under my desk or one hand over the other. And I never realized quick. I did that until I had to explain it. <laughs> you, quick side note, like if you ever did a video on that, like honestly, they're like uh, one of the other streamers I watch is Tiffany Witcher. She's huge into accessibilities for, for, for gaming, like because of her, what she currently has or what she has. Um, so she does a, a ton with accessibility, but like, if you ever made a video on that, I think it would be in, incredibly illuminating and, and truly interesting just because when, when you're saying that, like thinking about it in that way, like, oh, no, this is just how I do it. Most of mm-hmm. us don't think about how like I play a video game. Like I just I hold a controller, but you having to think about, no, this is how I how I perform all of the same actions, uh, even if it's a little bit different, it would just be something really interesting to to see and notice i Um, did make a a video similar to that but it's on my other channel yeah i do have a disability channel as well so i remember seeing that as well um i think i am gonna merge the two since my channel's still small enough that i think i can safely do it and take a small hit in views but maybe gain a different audience as well there because I, I would hate to see the channel die after animal crossing goes away you know what i mean after it's not so big anymore so i was thinking about merging the two with accessibility and gaming and also animal crossing i i think you could very easily um very easily accomplish that and be incredibly successful uh going going back towards we're gonna go back to the animal crossing side mm-hmm. uh of that so you you said you've built you built three islands before you got started i knew you said you built three islands how many islands now would you actually say you've built oh my gosh um hang on there's four so i've built seven I have seven dream addresses complete and I'm working on three. Uh, One of them's Um, almost done. And then I have one that I'm building only for stream, which is an abandoned kid core Island, uh, which is what my viewers voted on (laughs) and I've never done before. So it'll be fun. And then, uh, 
one that my husband is learning to play the game as well. So we started that on Discord streaming last night. I saw that that he was doing his first. All right. And now this is where we're going to start getting into the technical because you guys have had these conversations. Abandoned mm -hmm. Kid Core. Mm -hmm. I, I, I've deduced that Core Island is, here's the core theme. I'm watching someone else build Encanto. So I guess like that would be like an Encanto uh, Encanto core. core. Yeah. Yeah. If if that's if that's an actual how it's many a thing cores now. are there? Okay. There's okay, so everything is a core. If you put core behind it, it just means that Got that's it. what you're all in for, right? So I have a Jurassic Jungle Core Island. Okay. And it was like a very Jurassic Park like island. And it had like a volcano and dinosaurs everywhere and a forge like a arms fortress for the villagers with like you know guns and fighter ships in the front <laughs> i don't know my imagination went wild with that one and then i had the witcher core island it was like a witcher castle core island okay that that one was like white haired white made my channel villagers? no fang was our witcher okay and then we had like um the herbalist we had mercenary we had uh and then we just had some filler villagers <laughs> that were just okay. just because i like them so and we had like dobie who's like a little retired detective and a farmer in the back of the islands because you know he's dobie and he's cute so um and then there was like a bandit camp and that's where blathers tent was with the campsite and it was like kind of trashy like the wrong side of the tracks it was literally on the other side of railroad tracks so that was a fun island to build it really was i was sad to see it end and it it took like five months because the update was coming and mm -hmm. um i didn't i was afraid to progress too far before the update because uh, I wasn't sure if there were going to be items I could use, except that I knew from the direct there was going to be farming items. And I was like, oh, wait, I, I need to hold off a little bit and slow down. Whereas a lot of people were rushing to finish their islands and start the next one. I'm kind of glad I didn't because I was able to make a proper castle for my island and stuff because I did it with simple panels the first time. But I was able to do it like the right way after that so it was pretty awesome it was like it was a lot of fun i don't know if the island was awesome but it was just a lot of fun for me to go through yeah i i don't know if any of my islands are ever all that great but i do know i have a good time making them <laughs> and other people and seem to like them which is always cool oh yeah you've always got you one you always have incredibly helpful people on your stream who uh i know canada crossings jumped over a few times uh, and because they, they've then been on my streams and they're all incredibly nice. They always, and Danny's amazing. He's my, he's one of my mods. And the way you always present your islands is always something that's an incredibly, um, fun. And like when I started hearing the cores, cause so what is an abandoned kid core Island? Um, this is something that Canada crossing made up. <laughs> 
And it means that it's an abandoned pastel kid core. And that is the theme he threw at me. So in my mind, it is going to be like an abandoned pastel city, like kid themed city, like a, maybe almost like an abandoned school, like around the perimeter. And then I decided to add my own little twist on it. So in the back, like in the center and back above, it's going to be on the second and third tier. And it's going to be like the everyone left to go live up in the clouds in a little rainbow castle in the sky. So that's where I'm going to put all my villagers and all the fun stuff. And then down below, it's going to be this like abandoned, abandoned ruins kind of okay. city. Yeah, but I somehow have to make it cutesy and pastel. So it'll be it'll be a fun challenge. I make all my own custom designs. So that's going to be interesting for sure. Oh, okay. So you do the, that's the, in the design editor where people like make, cause I, I have, I found someone who made like Gundam, like Gundam clothes. It looks like you're wearing the, the suit or they made yeah. like the horizon suit. So you actually also do designs that way as, as well. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things on my channel is I do like custom designs and custom design tutorials for people. So I feel like I, everyone should be able to express themselves creatively. I did. I remember seeing that and I was I, like, I remember seeing like, this is how you make, sorry, I'm actually pulling up your channel right now because I have, have it up. Cause you also have done, you've got tutorials, you've got your Twitch streams, um, sketching and procreate. Oh, okay. I said sketching and procreating. Totally I'm different. like, that's yeah. a, okay. I was like, I read that really. Okay. So when you, so when you do an Island, I know you said, that you do cores um, and I've seen you do um, villager hunts, which is, which is, um, was, was hard to, to figure out the first time. What are the, how do you guys decide what core, I guess a villager would fall into? Basically by the villager aesthetic. So like Maple is very cottage core and she gives you like, so cottagecore would be like very cuddly and autumn almost like everything that fall makes you think of just that cozy cuddly thing um and like judy would be like almost fairy core she could even be kid core i'm looking for her for that abandoned kid core island um i would think it's basically by how they look like I know, judging people by how they look. But yeah, that's basically what we do with villagers because they have like these set personalities, right? They only have eight personalities and they're all pretty much almost the same within those realms of personalities. Mm -hmm. So Animal Crossing this time did not give them as much individuality as they did in New Leaf. So yeah, you basically go by how they look now. It's like they look like they they look like they fit here. Although I do have a personal island that is pretty much never done that um, I have villagers that I just love there. And that's pretty much all that's ever going to be there is just villagers that I like. Now for no matter what theme. No matter what theme you're doing for that, like if you did like mm -hmm. holidays, we're just going to have those villagers over for the holidays. For, yeah. for for the personalities, because I know you said they that they have less 
um like I, I had fuchsia i've got a few and like i know you guys have said that you're looking for sleepies for athletic like you guys have talked about uh in in your stream when looking for a villager and i know you said um maple looks very cottage core so cuddly mm-hmm. um i i heard cottage i heard like almost that farm kind of chic look mm-hmm. uh, that's out there what are the actual personalities for for characters in in animal crossing so when you start your island you get a sisterly and a jock villager i really don't like that they're tied their personalities are tied to genders but that's kind of the way it is the sisterly is like a very well they are sisterly and they're a little sarcastic which is kind of fun and when you get them with a cranky, they have some interesting conversations that are like hilarious. Um, and then you have your normals, which are exactly that. They're very cookie cutter normal. They like to read. They like nature. They like flowers. They do have, they did give them combinations of interests that are not the same. So they are unique to the villagers, at least their interests are. So some like to sing, and those are the ones that you'll see standing around singing all the time. And so there are, like, certain individual traits for the villagers, but um, the normals are very normal. They don't make waves. They don't have an attitude. They're just always nice all the time. The jocks talk about their ripped abs and doing a thousand squats and how how ripped they are and all of their their delts and their pecs and all that fun stuff. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's totally legit. And if you ever have like Hamlet as a jock, put him in an instant muscle suit and you will have entertainment for days. It's hilarious. (laughs) Uh, See now I'm, I didn't know that there was because you guys talk about it. And like, like I said, my, my thing was, okay, I'm going to build this Island. I'm going to decorate a house. And then I'm going to talk to these villagers occasionally. And, you all like hearing like this this i'm gonna say meta gameplay to mm-hmm. animal crossing like no go, just take him over here and do this like there are people who do dark souls tutorials to get you some crazy stuff and you guys are like nah man just put him in a muscle suit trust me I- yeah <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> it really is it's so funny and then just um anytime you want some real entertainment put some put out like a music player playing KK metal Mm -hmm. and the villagers will stand there and sing it and you will be entertained because it is, it is really interesting (laughs) watching their little mouths go that fast. So yeah, there's, there are certain things you can do just when you really need some entertainment and you're kind of bored. Like if you set your camera up in Nook's Mm -hmm. cranny you just set the camera and then run back and forth. The little nooklings will follow you. <laughs> They'll chase you down. And it just looks like they're running back and forth on the screen. And it's really cute. Like there's just a lot of little cute moments you can have in the game. Just just for personal entertainment. Not anything productive at all. That's... But we also have, I guess for the personalities, we also have us. The snooties, lazies, and crankies. Mm-hmm. So what do we have? Jock, sisterly, normal, snooties, crankies, lazies. There's one more smug. Yeah. Smug. Yeah. 
and they're exactly what they sound like. They're they're just smug. <laughs> they're pretty <laughs> full of themselves. It's kind of funny. Um, but they're very charming and they do like make little charming compliments to you. They're really cute. The snooties, now, if you're a boy, they'll flirt with you. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. Because that's one of the few that, like, I haven't started to, I haven't picked up, like, who all the different ones are. I've had people come and go to my island, but that's, nothing's, like, really, uh, like, set in stone. Because, like, I, I, like I said, I've only just now learned that you all have, that there's so much to all of these different characters that, that you guys have to, to play as. Um, now, I, I think previously you had, you'd sit on one of your streams, I believe it was one of your streams, you talked about. I remember Animal Crossing always be pay off your house mm-hmm. and then decorate your house. And it seems like it, it's very much gotten away from that. Like, yeah, you decorate your house, but um, I know for a lot of your your islands where you're you're setting out with a specific goal in mind of I am going to make this core, uh, you don't focus on it as much. On my house, no. My house is like the last thing I do on an island. It feels like especially the inside. Maybe I'll decorate the outside like in a build. I'll I'll add it into a build. But the inside mm-hmm. of my house is usually the very last thing I do before I save a dream address. Um, I'm not really much of an interior decorator. I mean, I liked it at first. And then there's just so much to do outside as far as making an entire island theme that like the inside of your house kind of gets away from you. And I know a lot of people that kind of struggle with the inside of the house too. It's just the front room is really awkward with those huge doors. And then I don't know, it's, it's really not always easy to think up what you want to do inside. There are some people who will make eight houses and make them completely themed every single one of them. I'm not one of those people, but I've seen it and I've done like tours to islands like that and they're great, but I don't know how anyone does it. Personally, I just, I'm more focused on the outside of my island. Mm-hmm. Do you now have like, I know you said you did like the Jurassic Park. You didn't like make your house like the, the Jurassic or what is it? You didn't make your house uh like the, the scientific lab where they would have like been sitting to watch everything. It, it just... It just stayed like a normal house or I hid my house Okay, on that island. I actually built a, I carved into the cliff on the very back of the islands mm-hmm. and I put it in an indent where no one could get in or out and hid it behind the museum. So the way in was through a pipe and then I did decorate the house. It was a lab. It was like a secret lab and um, the bottom of it was like the inside of a volcano. Like you entered into the heart of the volcano and then there was like a very nonchalant kind of office in the main floor. And then there was a room with a dinosaur in a cage and like behind bars and there was a lab experiment room uh, and a security room. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I did theme the house. I did decorate and theme the entire house as well, but it wasn't visible from the outside. 
So I did hide it. It wasn't an actual like build that I did on that island. It was it was hidden and something that you had to like be transported to. That's and that's really cool because like I, it it always the other the other question is why does everyone want to hide the museum the museum? I feel like I've seen a lot of aesthetically not appealing. So I know you're probably on my page. I have one of my most recent builds was uh, hiding the museum, right? <laughs> was, that, uh, was hiding the museum. It was an elegant core museum build. And yes. I hid the museum as well. Yeah. Um, when you're going for like a certain themed island, sometimes the museum doesn't fit. Like it's a very specific building and it's not... I think it's the turquoise roof, actually, that kind of really throws it off is it's just not a good color. Like it stands out in the wrong kind of way, kind of like resident services with that bright purple roof and then the brick that doesn't match any of the other brick in the game. It's like it doesn't match anything that they give us to decorate with. It doesn't go with anything. So the in-game buildings sometimes just don't match what you're going for in an island and you can't customize them. Are they, are they, are they randomized? Cause I know somebody commented and I've seen it where like my airline is green and mm-hmm. people are like, Oh, you have a green airline instead of, you know, just a. The airports are randomized in the gameplay. It's um, they're either green, orange, yellow, or blue. Mm-hmm. And, most people seem to like the orange or the yellow ones. I personally don't care what color my airport is because I hardly ever look at it really. Like it's not like I stare at my airport very much and I don't theme my decorating around my airport really either. I know a lot of people really do care what color airport they have. I just don't (laughs) necessarily. The, yeah, but when and when you guys have like when you guys have talked about it uh it it is always it was just one of those things where i was like i couldn't figure out what it was um aesthetically because it feels like the museum is very classical resident services i i kind of feel for you on especially when you when you look at the uh um oh god what is it the 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 square like the 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 plaza i'm gonna call the town the plaza you can't change the way that that looks Mm -mm. um on my modded switch, I did put it underwater, though. And it is funny because the villagers still spawn on it and they just walk underwater. I put it underwater on the very back of my islands, uh, close to where, like, Paxel swims along the perimeter. Like, the mm-hmm. very, very outer reaches of the island. Just to... And then kept the resident services building on the island. Just kind of shifted it to the back. And... um the villagers will still spawn in the plaza underwater and just, and it is hilarious. And... Now for, for treasure islands, cause I know that you guys have done um, treasure islands. I'm, I'm going to ask a very probably rudimentary question. Uh, one of the big things like, Hey, go to, if you go to the treasure Island, one of the first rules is no running. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, it makes it a lot glitchier. Oh. That's it. You have a lot of stuff laid out um, on the ground, like a lot, right? 
Mm-hmm. And most of us run map freezers on them. And there is, it's just a lot of item lag. And when you're running, it's, it kind of glitches up everything a little bit more. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that makes complete sense. Because I, I, I know, like, if I run on my island and I run through, like, my flowers, it, like, almost, like, they look as if they were plucked. Mm-hmm. But, and now was, and I've seen other people who are like, hey, if you come to my island, please don't run on my island. And they have flowers everywhere. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But I couldn't mm-hmm. quite figure it out. And it was pretty universal over a over the entirety of everyone's treasure island and any treasure island that i was like looking into i always saw like hey please don't run or no running and i I was it feels it feels arbitrary from like the outside looking in going like okay like i can see why but if all it is is this but no if it it makes it the game lag or crash or anything like that Mm -hmm. that makes complete sense the now i guess so when you're doing do you have a favorite core that you've done so far um no actually i don't um i do find that i like islands where there's a lot of terraforming and natural elements involved i really enjoy those islands more they flow out faster than very structured islands and i think it's because i like decorating with like trees and nature and just the elements i enjoy decorating with natural elements mm-hmm. and everything's been so city and town core lately because of all of the castle wall items and stuff like i really do find that i decorate better when i'm using um the terraforming tools and the natural items to decorate with but that's just a way of decorating not necessarily a theme like i love all of the themes but like elegant core would probably be not as high up only because it's very structured and i'm not a very structured kind of decorator i like having like a lot of looseness and just i think that's why the terraforming and the waterfalls and all of that is like my favorite to work with it's just easier. It may, it's just a little bit easier for me, but that's just a preference in decorating style. I don't think that necessarily has anything to do with the game and also has to do with just being inside for the last two years, probably as well. And just all of the things that I'm not seeing right now. Like I see walls every day. I'm staring at I... one right now. <laughs> As somebody who is like I, my wife and I have added so much color to our to our house, uh, I completely understand uh, going from staring at uh, white walls to I've got like vibrant purple, turquoise, and now uh, a really rich blue. That would be lovely, but you know, military, so we're renting. Yep, you guys got your white transient house. Uh, yeah, I, this uh, one's beige, but you know, still it's beige core. <laughs> just the fact that there's core with every like no just throw, oh, throw core at the end of it just, that's how you get the core yeah it's just a joke between us now like the in the community mm-hmm. um <clears throat> my husband wants to do like a trailer park core island <laughs> <laughs> he's like it's gonna be west virginia core you know oh. it's just 
it's hilarious where he's like, yeah, I'm going to do Vietnam vet Corps. <laughs> hey, <laughs> he's so funny, but yeah, like everything's a core and it's just a joke now that we, we kind of throw out there in the community. Like whenever we're like, yeah, this is a very Brown core build. <laughs> this is, this is going to be very pink core or, um, like it'll be someone we know. So it'll be like, oh, this is going to be a very Emma core island or very Emma core built, meaning it's going to be very natural and there's going to be lots of white flowers, you know? It'll be mm-hmm. like something to describe somebody. That's, no, and, and, and your so- community, like, like you said earlier, they stick around. Like you're, you have such a, a really organically, uh, I'm going to say healthy community where mm-hmm. it, it, it feels like no, we've come here just to talk and do Animal Crossing, um, mm-hmm. and that's watching people do that. Watching people um, explain that because someone had to explain to me what a treasure island was. I knew there was an island where you could get like money. Every, like if you hit the island, it was a bunch of rocks in a circle, and mm-hmm. it would give you money if you got through all the rocks. Uh, and I was like, oh, there, that's that, that's a treasure island. And someone's like, that's no, no, that's not a treasure island. Um, yeah. <laughs> no i mean it's a cool island the belts bells island yeah bells island yeah yeah now, that one's with, not bad with doing treasure islands have you is there any part of the community that's more around all right you're gonna start and not using any sort of modifications where it's just now build the island using only what you have available um is is that still part of the community at all? Because almost, I yes. Watching everyone, it's okay. It is. Yeah, it's like the baddie challenge. List the last goes into it, where they can only use what they've been given. They have to let a villager go when the villager asks to leave. They can only use twenty Nook Miles tickets max. They can't gift themselves anything. They can't accept any help from themselves or any outside sources. They have to decorate with what they get in the game and that's it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a whole, there's a whole thing. Um, it's a challenge and a lot of people do it. And Sparksby did like a flat core island. I did a no terraforming island. And yeah, so we have a lot of challenges to keep like gameplay very basic sometimes. Mm-hmm. to break out of because we have so much available to us all the time like sometimes it's nice to get back to basics and just do something that's very simple that seems very simple just to kind of prove to yourself that it can still be done and still be aesthetic and still be <clears throat> now for for those is it is it like a race to get to three stars a race to get the five stars or um, something a little bit different. Um, it's just till whenever you, it's always just until whenever you feel like your island's complete that there's always a race to three stars because that's when you unlock all of the tools to use on your island. But there's never really a race to five stars. Like I don't even think one of my best islands didn't have five stars at the end. Isabel told me I had too many trees. (laughs) So sometimes the game doesn't agree with what the general public considers to be pretty. Like my island, one my personal island is only like two thirds done and it has five mm-hmm. stars. 
and to and a third of it is completely empty and my villagers are still on the beach so it is just an algorithm and it's a number game in the system so i don't put too much stock in there and when i get to three stars you would not believe i just literally go throw everything out onto the i just put everything up and none of it matches all of it looks awful together I just put as much up as I possibly can and throw a bunch of unmatching flowers everywhere. And then yay, three stars. And then you clean it all up and start decorating. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's how it goes. That's how we manage it. And now, cause I know we're getting closer to the hour mark here. Um, is, are there any items that you wish were in animal crossing that aren't? Um, personally, just for me, I wish there was a little more representation with uh, mobility aids, but that's mm -hmm. just me. Like, and I wish my character could actually stay in the wheelchair and still function, but that's, uh, I am pretty happy with all of the items in the game. Because I feel like it still leaves us room to like make custom designs and use simple panels to kind of create our own illusions. And I feel like the less, the further away we get from using our imaginations, the more people will get burnt out and not want to play the game. So like at this point, I feel like the more you give us, the more, more people are going to want, you know? That makes, that makes sense to me. No, I, like when I was a kid, it was very simple. We played with what we had and that was it. But like with my mm -hmm. kids, they want everything. And then the more you give them, the more they want because they have so much stuff. Going back to that almost uh, minimalist uh, mentality there where it's like, I you don't have a lot, but you appreciate, or you might have a lot, but you just appreciate everything that you have there. Exactly. And I feel like the game has so much already that... It's it's almost spoiled to really want more than what it's what it is. I mean, it's a Nintendo Switch console. <clears throat> it's also not a computer game, you know. And for what it offers for the platform that it's on, it's it's one of the most layered full games I've played on this console. So like when especially when you come from like Mario games, like this it's come a long way. So I can't imagine what could be added that I think would make anyone who's burnt out at this point, like satisfied. Are there any, are there any, like, cause I, I know, I, I guess it would be people would like to change the, the design or the, at least the roofs on some of the, the extra would, buildings like the, go ahead. Yeah. I would love to be able to customize like the museum and Nook's Cranny the way we can now customize the villager homes. That would mm -hmm. be amazing. That would be like a game changing mechanic. Just in itself. But everything else I think is pretty good. All right. And thank you so much for, for being on the, on the podcast. Um, now to, to, to shout, yeah, to shout you out where, where could we find you? I'm on YouTube as Honeyland Horizon and Twitch at Honeyland her underscore Horizons because apparently I couldn't spell that day. And 
<laughs> Honeyland Horizon on Instagram as well. And of course, I will have links to all of those below as well as probably uh, your Witcher Core Island because I'm going to go explore that uh, and watch those videos after this. But um, thank you so much for joining. As always, winners, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you can find this, thank of course, you so on the much. YouTube. Yeah. Um, you can find this on the YouTube channel uh, at Wrong Button as well as uh, the Wrong Button podcast, Spotify, Alexa, um, iTunes, anything like that. I just want to remember you guys, let you guys all know that you're all winners out there. Keep it weird and have a fantastic rest of your day, everybody.